What's up, guys? This is Real Talk. I'm your host, GrayFox247, and this is my co-host, I'm Kylie. Go ahead and say hi to everyone, Kylie. Hey! How's everybody doing? Hopefully they're doing pretty well. How are you doing, though? Uh, I'm alright. I'm doing a little better than I was yesterday, so that is very bueno. That's good. Yeah, yesterday was your birthday. We did the birthday episode, slash 10th episode, so we celebrated both of those. So what made your birthday so awful? Um, well, it was kind of like not a very fun day because (laughs) my day job actually ended up letting me go. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was a little stressful and like I was like sad to to see it end that way, but yeah, yeah. Moved on to like bigger and brighter things, so it'll be okay. That's good. That's good. A uh, good good way to look at it. Um, so we've made a decision today. Um, so we're gonna be doing two shows every week from now on, instead of just the one. And luckily, today's kind of a good follow up to what we talked about yesterday, which was, uh, bad relationships. Um, today our topic's gonna be called mirror mindset, which is basically, just that I guess. A certain mindset that you have that's attracting those same mindsets around you. So it's elaborating a little more on the relationship because it's based on like what you keep around you at all times. Um, so which kind of forces you to look at yourself a little bit, huh, Kylie? Yeah, I think a little bit is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. So yeah, it's more <clears throat> than just looking at other people around you, which we've brought that up a couple of times, but now that you gotta just view yourself like what kind of person are you are you a yeah. positive person are you negative are you depressed are you angry such and such why don't we need to explain what mirror mindedness is first before we like really like discuss it because not everybody i'm assuming probably knows that like what that is or what that means so um, and just as like a heads up, you guys, I will probably be coughing throughout this episode because I am taking some dab pen hits. I am in a legal state, by the way. This is real talk. So if you guys don't like it, go ahead and like sign off. Um, <laughs> and you in another episode, I guess, where we don't do this. But <laughs> um, yeah, so basically getting back on track. I think what mirror-mindedness or uh, like-mindedness really is, is, first of all, exactly what it says it is, is it's about two people and seeing yourself in that other person. So, this can also be misconstrued with, like, a twin flame relationship, because this could, this Minded, like just like like mindedness or like mirror mindedness, can go both directions. It can go good or bad. So, mm-hmm. an example of being like, are you a, a she person or are you not? Like, it's like, how do you love? Like, what are the the love languages that you speak? Does your partner speak the same or do they speak oppositely? And then, like, figuring out the root cause of a mirror is like, really where, like, the work and the healing comes from knowing what mirror-mindedness is. 
Mm-hmm. So, run with that explanation now, gazelles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good way to explain it. It's a, little, a lot more elaborate. It's something I'm yeah. still kind of learning about, too. So, like, um, I definitely look at it as just, like, what you keep around you based on how you're thinking. Uh, which is, yeah. yeah, but it is, yeah, like, just looking at yourself in that other person. Um, well, and it's also considered law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if you think a certain way, you're going to match or, or the opposite of. So, it really is, like, law of attraction hardcore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what's uh, interesting, though, is, like, so a lot of successful people, they, what makes them so successful is because they really choose what type of people they want to associate with. I've I've gone to a few conventions with with very successful people talking about this, and they, I brought this up before, but, like, they they don't really just focus on, like, okay, giving your time for money. Or like, or it's just all about making that kind of money. It's really just that mindset. We brought that up in the mentality of failure. That's what the podcast was, yeah. Because they look at failure as just a stepping stone. But they also talk about like who they associate with, which is like cutting out those people that are just dragging you down. Because like the more you associate with six other successful people or like-minded people, hence mirror my mirror mindset. Um the more successful, successful you're going to be because you're going to be continuing thinking that way. Whereas if you well, keep... like contribute that to like connections of like who you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people know that person is successful because of who they know, not because of what they did. So like, honestly, that is what you do. Who you know is what you do. Mm-hmm. So... Well, it's a way to keep you on track mentally too. So yeah. if you're associated with people like you, you're basically c- continuing to practice that and plugging into it. You're at, you're having these conversations with these friends that are very very educated and helps you grow. Yeah, dude, I literally just did this too. Like, I literally just let like four people go, mm-hmm. and like. Because, like, you get attached to, like, their pets, too, like, when you're around someone a lot. And I straight up was just, like, you guys are just too much. You're just too much. And, like, for me, it was, it really was, it was, like, a self-respect thing. Like, I was just, like, what am I doing here? Like, I kept questioning that. I was, like, what am I doing here with these people? Why? Why am I sitting here putting myself, my emotions, my energy, my heart on the line for people who can't do this? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just like, I, I do, like, we, I think we talked about this in our last one, where, like, I kind of have, like, a hero complex. Yeah. Like, I have to save everybody, and, like... Those kind of people, like hero like type people where they just want to like fix everybody, tend to be the most drained. So it's like, okay, so because I know you've done that before too. So what is what's the mirror mind in that? Is it like mirror minded because it's like hero and victim or like 
strength and weakness because when you're in front of a mirror, you typically have like that opposite, like if you were to raise your hand, it looks like it's your opposite hand showing up. Yeah, yeah. I always feel like like that mindset because like the hero complex, I'm going to go by my own example. Is, um, what I would do and I, I – I would focus more on like helping other people than focusing on myself, which then I would attract the type of, that same type of people who haven't found themselves yet, and which usually means you're very depressed. And I, I had a lot. Of, I have I have a lot of negative habits too because of that, and just why I actually I don't go around like saving people anymore. Like I I will help I'll help people like if they're willing to absorb that information but uh, if i feel like they're just kind of brushing it aside i'll stop talking yeah you know like i won't even bother with it so i actually i do a more me than i way more actually than i used to way more because like now that, now that you bring that I, i'm thinking back then i was doing that all the time like i, I almost feed i would feed off the drama because well, it gave me something to do. So it was like a void, a void fit filler, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Distracting my, uh, myself of myself. <laughs> pretty much. Like, right. Is that what it's like for you? Um, uh, I mean, yes. Yes and no. Yes, no. So, um, why is sorry, it that what? you end up doing that, then, do you think? Why well, I end up trying to save everybody? Yeah. <laughs> um, because I really do, I think I have, like, this, like, uh, and I don't want to call it false sense of hope anymore, because it's not false. I don't believe that it's false. I never have. I think that was just like a well, cliche. You, that you see potential like in people. Yeah, but like, I see it's not just people, it's like humanity. Mm. Like, I try my absolute damnedest to see the best in everybody. Like, I really, I, okay, so here we go. This might be why. At least a part of it. Probably not the whole reason, but at least a part of it. Um,. Actually, I have two reasons. So, flat out, like, I was a victim to a lot of stuff as a child. So, I think I feel for people who are in that, like, victimhood mentality or, like, are being victimized and are going through, like, rough things. And I'm like, let me fix your life. I've done it. I know how, you know? <laughs> um. Like, I don't have everything pulled together, but, like, I have, like, a lot of stuff mentally, emotionally on lockdown, especially for my age. So, um, and it's, like, it's, like, taking a lot of work together. But, like, I think the other reason as well is, like, I had a very, 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 very traumatic incident as a child that was almost kidnapped, and, um, I like, mentally, like, tortured myself over it. Like, I remember I would walk into Walmart, and right in our Walmart, like, the first thing you see is this big, ginormous glass case 
of missing kid photos. And I straight up got, like, bits and pieces of this guy's license plate. Like, I got, like, the car color, got the car, like, shape. Like, if I saw it again, I would be like, that's it. But <clears throat> I couldn't get anything that was, like, really substantial. Yeah. A small part of his license plate. And I, like, I really did. I tortured myself over it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, because he, he was coming back for me. Like, I took off and he was coming back for me. Um, but there was someone, I guess, across the street, like, according to the, the officer that ended up showing up, like, he, like, picked me up off the side of the road. Um, he told me that there was someone else that, like, saw what happened, and he was, like, making, like, a big motion that he was on the phone, and, like, I guess the guy ended up turning his lights and went a different direction. So, mm. and, and we never found him as far as I know. So, like, after that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what if one of these other girls, like, got taken because I couldn't get his freaking license plate? Like, like one stupid thing. I was, like, three, three letters slash digits off of being able to catch this guy. And I just, like, tortured the crap out of myself over it. And it literally, like, it gave me nightmares for so long. Yeah. Like, years. And so I got to the point where I was like, dude, I'm so done. I'm so done fearing this. I'm so done, like, looking over my shoulder all the time and, like, questioning if someone's behind me. Like, I used to literally use my phone screen, dude, when I was walking alone anywhere. I would pretend that I was on my phone, like, tapping on my phone, and I would use my phone screen, and I would watch behind my shoulders if there was ever a reflection. Like, <clears throat> I used to carry pocket mirrors around with me so that I could do the same thing. Like, like, sketch stuff, dude. I used to go running, and I would be constantly, like, like every, like, ten seconds looking behind my shoulders, looking at my surroundings, just scary, scary, scary stuff. Mm. And it affected me so bad that I was like, this is enough. And I started studying hardcore, like, gruesome stuff. Murderers, rapists, kidnappers, like, all this stuff. And I was like, I want to freaking understand you because I don't want to fear you anymore. Like, I don't want to freaking fear this incident anymore. I don't want to fear this ever happening again anymore. Like, I'm done. I'm done being afraid. So I set out to, like, understand that mindset. And, like, <clears throat> what I found was amazing. Like, I found compassion for these people. Okay. I guess that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So... That was a huge step for me, I think, in in not only becoming more of, like, a hero mindset, but, like, sustaining that mindset, too. It's like, I literally just have a huge, big freaking heart for humanity, and I hope and, like, meditate all the time on that stuff. Like, I've done it since I was a child. Like, I've had this big, huge hole in my heart for, for all the pain that, like, people feel and suffer and go through, because, like, a monster wasn't a monster when it showed up here. It was made that way. Like, and, and so think about that, like, what's the, what the hell is the mere mindset of a murderer, of a kidnapper, of a rapist? Like, like, explain that to me from your perspective. Well, generally... Um, 
how a lot of serial killers and rapists and molesters started out was having that happen. Well, okay, serial killers are a little different actually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use rapists and molest molesters or uh, pedophiles or something. Okay. Usually happen to them. <clears throat> yeah, usually they're a victim first. Mm-hmm. So they, it, it's a way for them to reclaim that power. Like they 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 had no power at that in in those moments when that was happening to them. And so it's like a power complex. So they attract, I guess, other victims in a sense, and then they turn them into those victims. <laughs> Serial killers well, are a little different. That's what I mean. Is like because my hero complex is quite literally no different than a murderer's complex. It's strength versus weakness. Hmm. Quite opposite of Batman but yet the same like two sides of the same coin it took one bad day for Batman to turn into what he became and then Joker that's the mm -hmm. except the difference was is Joker was killing causing chaos where Batman wasn't and keep it control but he even admits that all it takes is that one that one moment where he finally does kill someone and after that it's gonna. He's gonna be just like the Joker. And yeah, that's him. what I mean. Batman has some moments where he gets a little sketch, dude. He kind of like teeters for a second on good or bad. Well, yeah, like um, yeah. the comic. Well, no, I can't remember the name of it, but like the one where um, Joker actually kills one of the Robins. How that ends is that Batman. Robin. <laughs> yeah. He kills Robin. It's Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, he kills one of the Robins. Uh, I believe it was the second one. Yeah, so Jason Todd and Batman um, goes out to kill him. Like, he puts him in a body cast but stops himself just in time to not kill him because he knew he, if he crossed that line, there would be no turning back. See, and that's so crazy because that's literally just, like, all of us. Like, we're mm -hmm. the same way. Yep. So, That's why a lot of people love Batman and Joker because it, they're very relatable. This is so cool though because I feel like we are taking this a way different direction than I think we anticipated. So it's cool to talk with this. Uh, yeah, but like it, it's it relates though because like because mm -hmm. you just gotta you gotta think about because now that now that you bring up the hero complex thing, like I remember. Here's a better answer of why I would do that. Because as you were talking, I was kind of thinking on that a little bit more. I used to have like a mindset of like, if I do good, something's good. something good is going to come back to me. So oh, my gosh. The reward system. That's yeah. actually a mindset. No joke, that's a mindset on its own. Yeah. It's called reward system mindset. That is so... 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to think on that, and like, but it never happened. If anything, I took more crap, and people walked all over me and all kinds of stuff, and I was attracting That's people. Really and I liked that. Right up, dude. I was just about to tell you that the mirror to that would be someone taking advantage of you, and you said that right, like as I thought it. Like I was just about to tell you. Yeah, I I didn't even think about it until well, well, I mean I think about it all the time, but I didn't think about it until we really analyzed until just now. Yeah. And the reason why I, it kind of crossed my like how it crosses my mind, these days is that, I've learned that, the world owes owes nothing to you. People don't own anything to you, and you don't owe anything anyone else, anything. I would say bullshit. Why is that? Because I think we have a duty to each other, dude. Like, we do. Like, anything nice for anyone. Like, no. The way we're set up, no. We don't owe each other shit. But, like, what we need to be, like, we owe each other fucking everything. Yeah, that makes sense. And I I didn't mean... Because I I, I agree with that. I I, I do. Yeah. What I mean by that is, is that if I'm going to do good for someone, I can't expect things to come back. I can't expect them to owe me something. If I get something back, awesome. You know, like, actually, I'll lend money out to people all the time. Uh, well, not all the time. Good deeds are not always, like, good. <laughs> What's that? It's like, good from them sometimes it'll like backfire true i mean i'll pick and choose like whenever so like what i do like if i if i give someone money i rarely expect it back i just kind of chalk it up as like okay that's that's out of my pocket now that's it a lot of times though i have people return and i'll forget about that i'll forget that i owed I, i gave them money and they'll just come in and give me money i'm like what is this for yeah. And Absolutely. they're like, oh, dude, you owed me, mo- or not, okay, sorry, that's, that was stuck in my head. Um, You, you lent me money the other day, and I'm just giving it back. Oh, well, thanks, dude, appreciate that. I actually completely forgot about that. But I, used to, I used to keep track of all that, and then I used to believe in karma, too, which... I Honestly, did- dude, if I ever give somebody money, unless it's, like, a really big amount... Like, I don't even think about it because I'm just like, money ruins relationships, dude. Mm-hmm. It really does. It ruins things. People are weird about it. Even family's weird about it. Like, it, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. Like, I, I mean, unless it's a big amount, because that is a bigger deal. Because, like, if you can't afford it, then it's like, okay, well, man, like, mm-hmm. now I kind of have to absolutely get this back, you know? Like, I will expect this one. <laughs> Or like three grand, or like yeah, you're like yeah. That's a little. That's a bit of a difference. But I'm talking like just ten dollars, ten twenty dollars, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's how I thought the reward system, and I I remember how like like I think I look back on it, it was so unhealthy, and I can't do that anymore. And what I mean by like the world doesn't owe you anything, I I I mean like I owe myself. To just work on that, you know, work on myself, you know, like, I, I doesn't, I can't just expect people to keep giving back to me. Like, if I'm going to do something nice for someone, I'm just going to do something nice. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to expect what karma to come back on me to give, give me something nice like riches and glory or whatever. Like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to help people. That's kind of why we did this podcast. That's like, and not kind of like that's exactly why we did it is to help people, maybe educate yeah. someone or even just inspire someone. Like, it doesn't matter if I can make someone smile that and that makes me smile. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm getting into personal training because I, I know what it's like to be that unhealthy mindset and, and be in that, in that unhealthy body. So like, I want to help other people do it too. And I'm not even doing it for the money, even though you could make some really good money doing it. I'm doing it just cause I think I can do really well at it. There's a video that I sent you today that talks all about like how this guy, um, like his dad is like really sick mm-hmm. and for father, he sends him to like this amazing energetic healer and the dude's been practicing a, uh, a ritualistic style practice that like stems from like thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And so his dad goes to this guy, he like walks in a room with him and when he walks in there, he's like hunched over and is like having to have people help him and when he walks out, like people that help him in there are standing outside of the room or whatever and like he's like walking out all straight and fine like and his son is like what happened because what his dad told him is he was like I feel like um, I'm not really too sure how long I'm going to live he's like I haven't told your sisters I haven't told your mom um, but like I just wanted somebody to know mm-hmm. and so he, he sent him on that trip walks in that room, dude, all crazy, and then walks out, and he's, like, not, like, perfectly fine, but he's, like, way better. Wow. And he was instructed to start eating a certain way, to start thinking a certain way, to start meditating a certain way, touch it, like, literally, like, touching himself a certain way, like, touching over his heart a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, cured his diabetes, uh, blood like blood plus uh, pressure or like cholesterol, like something like that, like a bunch of stuff. This guy, it's a TEDx video. Um, and this guy just lifts off like a bunch of stuff that his dad cured this way. And it, he was like, it took a little while, but like it was after switching his brain and his, his lifestyle and all the things that like this, this shaman guy told him to go do. Like he started taking herbs that they had never heard before using, like, um, remedies and herbs and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, his dad is, like, in great freaking health. And these these shamans, dude, they have, like, a history of their people living to 100 or over. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, you should definitely, you should watch that. I sent it to you today. It was an amazing story, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. I literally, I, I like, cried. Yeah, I, I cried. I was like, I, I haven't been on YouTube all day, so. Definitely check that out. Okay, so it looks like the phone got hung up on on Kylie. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you all for- Connection with Kylie. <laughs> Let's say hi to everyone. Hi, <laughs> I was just gonna wrap this up solo, but 
decided to bring you back so we can do this together. Yeah, because friends are butter. Yes, yes. Good friends. <laughs> joyful friends. Friends that hold hands. Friends. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not sing on the show. Hey. <laughs> well, we can, I oh. guess. Are you turning into a musical, right? Yeah, this is real talk. I'm going to be real and I'm going to sing <laughs> about what I'm Just like you're in the car, right? Yeah, it has been fun. Um, sorry about that though, guys. I know that sucks. We're gonna go ahead and start wrapping this up. Um, so before I do that though, I do wanna start getting this shared a little bit more so we can get a broader audience. So if you guys can share this, it'd be very much appreciated or appreciated. <laughs> so we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public, as well as Anchor. We're trying to get on Spotify, but we haven't quite made it there yet. Um, but you, Kylie, you have one on Spotify as well as Anchor as well, right? I do. It's called Let's Talk Cannabis. I do a bunch of fun stuff. Like I do like game shows about weed and like reviews and streams of smoking and ASMR and all kinds of stuff. So. <laughs> it is a real fun show. Can... I'm actually on huh? that. I'm actually on that one a few times too, huh? Um, mostly like every time. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the time, but like mostly. So it's almost like a second show. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you so much for listening, guys. It's much appreciated. We will see you next week. See ya. Bye.